Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of In Bloom Podcast, or welcome if you're new. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast and somehow it's already time to be doing the November Reset episode. I know, I think I did the October Reset one like a little bit after October had started last month, but I wanted to go ahead and knock this out because definitely have a little bit of an, an ambitious month for October or for November not like a ton to do per se but there's just I mean there's things that need to get done I feel like it's really crunch time for wedding related stuff with getting married on New Year's Eve and I don't know there's just tying up a lot of loose ends there but also just trying to enjoy the holiday season enjoy the slow season of work and that kind of thing so welcome back to another reset episode but I am excited because This week, I'm doing a little bit different of a framework than I've done the last two months for my resets because if y'all follow the In Bloom Podcast Instagram page, which you totally should if you're not, it's just at In Bloom Podcast on Instagram. I posted a while ago asking how y'all felt about me having these episodes monthly and everybody was pretty much on board with it and really was made. The only concerns that people expressed were them getting repetitive and redundant, which I also expressed that concern. And to keep things fresh each month, I'm going to sort of just recycle and change out the framework and like the template of the episodes, if you will, and the focal points of the reset episodes. So some months I may talk about my TBR list. Some months I may talk about my favorites. I think every month I'll probably talk about my intentions and goals or just like big things to get done for the month just because that's kind of just part of a reset in general. But everything else outside of the intentions, I definitely want to switch up month to month just to keep things fresh and exciting. So this week we're going to be talking about recent favorites, which I haven't talked about recent favorites with y'all in a hot second. So this will be fun, especially because I tried to make them, not make them, I tried to really focus on the fall-themed favorites. So fall favorites, if you will and also sharing some recipes that that I want to make in the upcoming month, which I think will be a fun thing to put on the reset because maybe it'll get some of y'all inspired to keep cooking at home and maybe try something new because personally, I believe that cooking and baking in the fall and winter seasons is just superior. I think the vibes are just so much better for cooking and baking. So I like to take advantage of being more in the mood for those things in the fall and winter and actually put more effort into cooking and cook more maybe complex things or just try new things and there's also just so many delicious seasonal recipes out in the fall and winter so we're going to go ahead and get into the episode by starting with the quote this week which comes from pinterest and it says sometimes fear does not subside and you must do it afraid it's giving feel the fear and do it anyways that's basically what this quote is saying and i just am really trying to embrace this quote in my current season of life um really just lean into the uncomfortable and really jump into it even though I feel scared even though I feel afraid that doesn't mean I have to shy away that doesn't mean I have to wait until I feel ready that doesn't mean I have to wait until the situation I'm approaching feels peaceful or gives me some sort of peace I sometimes you just have to jump into it and you have to do it even though it feels extremely unsettling because honestly that's where a lot of growth and a lot of opportunities and a lot of blessings come from 
and I don't want to deprive myself of things or really delay the timeline of things happening because of my fear and I feel like I've just let fear control so much of my life recently I'd say especially since last two years of college to now but really especially you know like my last year of college to now a fear has just been such a driver in so many of my decisions and I know I've talked about that so much on this podcast but I am really going into this season of life I'm in the season of life I'm currently in and just this time of year I don't know what it is but I just feel very inspired to just act instead of think and also just do and do things scared and do things afraid and not wait to do them until it feels right or until I feel ready because if I am waiting on that moment I'm going to be waiting forever and I'm going to miss a lot of opportunities if I do that so I really liked that quote because of my mindset going into the end of this year and starting out a new year I really needed to just be reminded that you know sometimes that fear isn't going to go away and you just have to do things afraid and that's just how it is so it was a really good reminder for that and my goal this week is to get inspired and really just get creative with content creation I really want to invest a lot more energy into that this upcoming week because one it's the start of a new month and two I feel like this past week outside of like my nine to five job outside of work I've been, I don't want to say I've been lazy because I haven't been lazy. I've been, I've had to edit two videos and I've had a lot of work to do with YouTube related stuff. But outside of that, I really feel like I've just been, no, I don't want to say slacking because I haven't been slacking at all. Um, but I just feel like I haven't been able to invest creative energy into some of my content. And I think it's because I've had brand deals that I've been having to edit and I've, any creative energy I've had has gone into making those brand deals as great as possible especially when they're on instagram i also do for youtube too but i feel like i've had several for instagram recently that i've had the film and when i'm doing things on instagram i definitely try to be i feel like i try to be a little bit more creative than i am on youtube because i feel like youtube things kind of just naturally fit into videos a lot better but when you're just posting something on instagram as a post or a reel or a story it's that's that is the content you know what I mean it's dedicated to that ad so you really want to be creative you don't want to just be sitting there staring at the camera and talking about the products whereas on YouTube you can you know integrate b-roll but also just have you talking because it's just a fraction of the entire video so it doesn't require as much creative juice for me usually but when it's on Instagram and it's truly like a dedicated ad whereas or where it's the content itself all of the content of that post or that reel or whatever is the ad I definitely like to be more creative to make it feel less ad-y I guess so because of that I have put a lot of creative energy recently into the ads which is a great thing and I'm so thankful for to even have them and I'm so blessed to even like freaking be having brand deals and everything but I really feel like it made me feel less inspired and I just felt a little bit more depleted when it came to creating content short form content on instagram and tiktok just for like reels and everything like that and i try to post my goal every week is to post like three a week with having the ads and everything that i was creating when i wasn't posting it just kind of creatively depleted me for short form content and i want to get re-inspired with it this upcoming week because i actually really enjoy creating short form content it's one of my favorite things to do and i also really obviously love creating youtube videos and everything but 
I, with it being my slower season of my nine to five job, I want to take advantage of having, you know, more time because majority of the year, my schedule is not nine to five on work days. And I want to take advantage of having, you know, more time in the morning, more time in the evenings, not being as drained at the end of the day to invest, you know, that extra energy into creating content. Cause this is, these are really November and December, really the only two months that I have, you know, a full month to focus on that and it's also conveniently you know the busy season for um ad campaigns and everything so I want to just really put a lot of effort into you know getting short form content and everything sometimes I'm really good about it and I'll be like two weeks ahead on my reels content and typically what happens for that is it'll I'll know that I have a really busy two weeks at work for my full-time job coming up and I will spend a weekend and I will just batch film and plan content and I may not film everything in that one weekend but I'll get a lot of it done so that I already have the content pretty much ready to go for the next two weeks that I'm busy at work but then when I'm slower at work I feel like last week I really just gave myself time to rest which was so needed and it's been so good to just you know kind of give myself more time to read give myself time to like watch tv because I never watch tv and do things that I never take the time to do and that's kind of what I did this past week and now I'm kind of like itching to get creative again now that I've had my sort of veg out moments um, after work and everything and before work the past week so I am looking forward to leaning into exercising my creative brain a little bit more and getting creative and that's kind of just my goal going into this first week of November and my gratitude this week I am just thankful to be back on like a normal timeline with work and not you know have to be starting at like 7 45 a.m or getting back on late or being you know kind of on call all evening and having to get back on to do something even if it just takes you know 30 minutes of my evening like I am able to step away from my computer in the evening but then I'm on call waiting for something to come in and even if it only takes me 30 minutes to do my that thing it's still really annoying knowing that you kind of you know are on call and have to get on at some point you can't just necessarily go to bed because that's how my deadline day on October whatever day it was I think it was like the 17th this year I don't even remember whatever two Mondays ago was and I we we were waiting like all evening on our client to send back the signed return so it was like from five to like 11 I was just like great I can't really do anything because as soon as it comes in I have to submit it submit the return so let's do that day and sure enough we didn't get it until like 11 30 at night so it just feels good to not have that kind of stuff going on anymore and obviously that's a one-off thing but then you know when it's provision season which it was provision season for me the first two weeks of October a lot of times last minute stuff comes up late at night for that too so I'm just glad that I'm on a normal schedule for the next you know two months because I freaking need it and I'm just soaking it up I'm like man if I if this job was like a true nine to five all the time I literally would I don't want to say I would never complain but I would complain a whole lot less um just because the unpredictability of everything during busy season is definitely a little chaotic sometimes but I definitely love soaking it up when it's a normal job like how it is now and it's you know there's no deadlines and you're just able to have a normal job or nine to six or nine to five whatever and know that that's how it's gonna be so I am definitely appreciating that and I just want to express gratitude for it because it's definitely not like that majority of the year so I'm very thankful to be in that phase right now 
and getting into our November resets. I'm going to start out with my intentions for this month. So very first and foremost, which is definitely, oh man, boy, oh boy, is this one hard this time of year, but y'all, we can do this together. I wish there was a way for us to like hold each other accountable without it being invasive for this one, but intentional spending. Oh my goodness. I have just been so, which I'm guilty of, you know, promoting things on social media too, but I definitely try to focus on promoting things that like I genuinely believe in, love, use, and everything like that, especially this time of year. And just be so easy to for a couple things to happen. One, to just make excuses for overspending and overconsuming because it's just the holiday season. And don't get me wrong, I think that, you know, treating yourself to little things during this time of year is perfectly fine especially if it's you know something that's bringing you joy and keeping you sane at the end of the day but it's just so easy to overspend over consume and make excuses to do so and I know that it's just so hard this year to like stay on track financially with things so a big goal here is truly going into November with intentions with spending right so you know planning what I'm going to be spending money on, you know, with Black Friday rolling around, being very intentional with that. I really don't want to do, you know, any personal shopping. Or if I do, it's going to be something that I've been, you know, planning to buy and I've like been looking at for a really long time. So no impulse spending just because something's a good deal. And really just planning for Black Friday, my spending to be wedding focused and Christmas gift focused. So that is what I'm planning on doing. And I, for the wedding, it's hard because I want to be getting some of these wedding things right now, but I'm like, if I can just hold out a month, I can get them Black Friday and get way better deals probably. But I'm also running the risk of the things being out of stock or taking longer to come in the mail and then only having a month for the turnaround. So I feel like some things I should probably be, you know, just accept that I don't need to be trying to just get the best deal and just go ahead and get them now so that I'm not running into that problem and creating more stress for myself. But ultimately, just a lot of those last minute little things for the wedding I'm planning on getting over Black Friday, like candles, which those I may just end up getting earlier because I feel like if, you know, say somewhere to break in the mail and they have to send replacements, if that takes a long time, that would be really stressful. So just worrying about little things like that. And then Christmas gifts. I'm definitely not going crazy with Christmas gifts this year because I've had to just spend so much money on the wedding, but I really want to be intentional with what I get for people. So with that being said, you know, taking advantage of Black Friday to get Christmas gifts is something that I do every single year because you can get way better gifts for way better prices. A lot of times there's good BOGO so you can get, you know, for your mom and your sister or whatever with gifts. So really just trying to be intentional with my spending this month and not buy into all of the trends and all of the sales and just really be intentional there. The next thing is to truly just live my life and manage my stress better. I really feel like in September and October, I my stress management kind of flew out the window. I got really bad about just kind of shoving things under the rug and not, you know, pro being proactive about doing things to de-stress besides working out I was really good about working out and letting energy out there but outside of that I just really felt like my stress management was subpar and I want to just go into November remembering that there are things that I can do that will help me 
manage my stress better and not feel so strung out and not cause me to hit like a breaking point to where everything's built up and then I just break. So I want to be a lot better about managing stress as it comes instead of shoving it under the rug and waiting until I get to that breaking point, especially as a lot of the wedding planning stuff, you know, kicks in the high gear. I know things are going to get a lot more stressful. So I really want to keep that in mind. You know, there are things that I can do. I can, you know, meditate in the mornings. I can really focus on my breathing, little things like that. I can take a walk outside. I can step away from whatever I'm working on for 10 minutes and more than likely come back feeling a lot better if I just remember to do those things and be intentional about them. And I really just want to live life too because I'm getting a little sentimental about it being my last two months of being engaged. I feel like I was only engaged for like three months. Not really, but I I just can't believe how fast this time has gone by and I feel like I was not able to really enjoy much of it at all besides, you know, the designated times for me to enjoy it, like my bachelorette weekend and um, our initial engagement party and everything. So outside of those times, which I'm so beyond grateful for, I just feel like I haven't really soaked it up and I know I've talked about that before in the podcast. I I think I just have bad expectations and I think this is a lesson that I just need to learn with life itself. I need to really manage my expectations with things because my expectation for everything is perfection and that's not realistic. So I'm continuously and consistently let down with quite literally everything because my expectation is perfection. So I'm sitting here expecting my season of being a fiance and my engagement season to be this perfect thing that's just over the moon. I'm so, you know, just loving it, soaking it up. Everything's perfect. And that's my expectation, but that's literally never the reality for anybody. And of course, I'm going to be, you know, winding up this season of life thinking that it was a failure or that it wasn't great because it wasn't perfect. But that's just such a bad way of looking at it. So ultimately, I know that I could have done more to enjoy the season of life and I could have you know, soaked it up better or whatever and not had such a negative outlook on being engaged because of the stress it brought me with having the wedding plan on top of two jobs, basically. But with all of that, I'm just trying to look at it now through for these last two months through a lens of gratitude that, you know, this is just a season of life that's a stepping stone into spending the rest of my life with my best friend and my partner and, looking at it as a season of life where we just had to work really hard to have this wedding that we wanted to have, you know, like I wouldn't probably have to stress myself out as much if we just decided to elope instead, but that's just ultimately not what we wanted at the end of the day. So, you know, this was our choice, but I think that a part of me just resents a lot of the season of my life because I haven't seen any of it come to fruition yet, but I know that once the wedding gets here, you know, I'll be able to look back and say, like, I worked so hard for so long and it, you know, helped me to provide this amazing memory of getting married and memories, you know, last a lifetime. Like the actual memory itself is created from one day, but that memory lasts forever. And I think that that's something that a lot of people forget when it comes to weddings. You know, everybody's like, oh, don't waste all your money, which I mean, of course, don't waste all your money, but don't waste people just say don't waste money on you know, one day, because it's one day at the end of the day, which I totally agree with that argument in so many ways. But saying that is also invalidating the power of memories. You know what I mean? Because that's suggesting that 
you live that one day and that you don't have memories to reflect on for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? That's just not how it works. Like some of my best moments in life, I reflect on at least like once a week, like some of the happiest days of my life and just some of the best times I've had. Some of the times that I've just had the most fun. I think about those times often because they created such amazing memories and they're truly a source of joy and just nostalgia in my life. You know what I mean? So sitting here and saying all this for one day is implying that you don't have any positive memories associated with the day itself that you're going to have to reflect on. You know what I mean? And that just doesn't make sense because realistically speaking, it will be one of the better days of your life as long as, you know, terrible things don't happen, which God forbid, hopefully that's not the case for anybody. But I am trying to just look at it through the lens of, you know, we put so much hard work into this season of our life and you know, worked ourselves hard because we really wanted to have a wedding at the end of the day. And it's going to, all of that hard work went into creating that day and that day creates the memories that we will carry with us for a lifetime. So that's really the perspective I'm trying to have of it. And the next intention is to schedule my appointments. I really want to be on top of this, like pretty much as soon as this first week of November hits. I'm recording this on Thursday evening right before um, November starts on October 26th. So like this first upcoming week of November, I want to get on top of my appointments. I want to go ahead and schedule like my gynecologist appointment. I need to do like the blood test thing at the gynecologist I was supposed to do last year and never did it um, because I forgot that you had to fast and I like kept, I went to two separate appointments after eating breakfast and forgot that I needed the fast and I was like, whatever, I'll just reschedule and I never ended up going back. So I need to go to the gynecologist. Um, I don't need to go to the dentist yet, but I think I might just go ahead and do it because going to the dentist during busy season is just not easy, Um, especially because the one I've been going to is closer to where our old apartment was. So it's a good like 35 minutes away. And I don't really, maybe I should just go ahead and switch dentists. That should probably be part of what I do instead of just continually going to a far away one. I just hate going to new places for the first time. You know what I mean? And I want to schedule like my brow appointment because my bridles for like my photography bridal session, if you don't know what bridles are, it's basically like this photography session, which not everybody does one. I'm only doing one because it's included in my photography package um, with my photographer for the wedding. But bridles are included and it's basically where you, you know, have your dress on and the photographer meets you somewhere, typically at your venue, but sometimes people do bridles at a different location and they take pictures of just you and it gets a lot of those solo shots out of the way that you typically have to take on your wedding day. And what a lot of people do is they get their hair and makeup trial done the day of their bridles so that one, you don't look completely different from the day of your actual wedding and your bridal portraits and two just so you can kind of kill two birds with one stone and knock out both those appointments in one day so I'm like taking that day off work and I'm like going and getting my hair and makeup trial and I had to coordinate that a few weeks ago okay like when does my hair doing my hair and makeup people have availability for me to come in and do my trial and then when does my photographer have availability availability because he's not even based in Houston he's coming from Austin um so I was looking for when he was going to be in Houston for a wedding since it's something that you typically have to do on a weekday because of photographers and um, hair and makeup people being busiest on the weekends. You typically have to take your bridles on the weekdays. So I want to get like my eyebrow appointment scheduled for that because um, I got my brows threaded. I want to get my get a spray tan appointment booked for that. And when I say spray tan, I don't mean anything crazy. I just want to have like a nice warm glow and still be you know like my skin tone and everything just have like a little bit of a nice natural tan and 
I haven't had a spray tan since like my senior year prom, I think. Um, they're just, I don't know, fake tanning. I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. I really don't care for it. I love, because I, I can get a really solid natural tan, but obviously I'm not going to be able to do that in November. You know what I mean? So I want to book a spray tan appointment for sure and just get all my appointments out of the way because this is a time of year that like my dentist and doctor and gynecologist and all of that stuff hits and then like hair appointment too. So I want to get all of those scheduled, but I already have my hair appointment scheduled. So that's good. So definitely want to get those scheduled. And this is just a reminder to do that. Um, if it's your time of year to be doing those things too. And number four is to live with the mindset of my job is just a job and my job's not my life. I definitely am a victim. And I think most people who work in my profession are victims of their job sort of becoming their identity and their life revolving around their job rather than just integrating their job into their life. And it's definitely this way most of the year. And given that these are like the two slower months of work, I really just want to be able to manage my, I don't know, the work-life balance aspect better, which I'll be able to because I'll have way more free time because of, you know, not having the work later get on early. But I just don't want to take things too seriously, I guess is how I should put it. Um, I'm really guilty of just, you know, I will take the stress of the day to the end of my day with me, especially with working from home. It's really hard to feel like you had a solid into your day, even though I have like a separate office and everything. Sometimes I'm just still thinking about work or I'm still checking my email after work and I am not very good about enforcing those boundaries. And I really just want to treat my job like just a job and nothing more because I definitely am a victim of treating it like more than a job a lot of times and the next thing is to finish crown of midnight which is the book i'm reading it's the second book could it well depending on how you the order you read the books and it's the second book of the throne of glass series by sarah j mass and i am like 35 percent done with crown of midnight and i am eating it up i am loving it um so i really want to finish it and start the next book in the series and i'm reading it in the emotional romantic reading order if anyone's wondering, but I really want to finish it in November for sure and start the next one because it is a long series and I really want to get a lot of it read in November and December because if I don't, it's going to be really hard to finish anything from like January to May just because I'm so busy with work. And if I have like a really, if I know I'm reading a really big dense book, it's just going to turn me off from reading during my busy time during work. So I really want to get as much of the series done as I can so that I can just read smaller, easier to digest books when I'm really busy at work in the winter. So the next thing is to take action on some things that I have been fearful of. And I'm not going to say specifically what these things are because they're low-key a secret. And when I say that, don't get excited because it doesn't impact any of you guys in the in terms of being consumers of my content it's not something that's really technically related to my con I mean it kind of is but not really related to the content I produce and create but there are some secret things I guess you could say I'm working on and it's things that definitely cause me a little bit of anxiety and fear but it requires me to you know step outside of my comfort zone and I've already started taking some baby steps and it's felt really good taking those baby steps. But really just, I feel like October was about taking the baby steps to build up confidence to take bigger steps because each baby step I take builds up the confidence for me to take an even bigger step next. So I want to continue taking action on the little stepping stones of these things and 
just take action on them. And I'm sorry that that's vague, but I didn't want to leave it out because it's definitely a really, really, really big intention for November and December for me. So I really wanted to just touch on that, but I'm sorry that it's vague and kind of secret. So the next thing is to pay all of the remaining vendors for the wedding, which we'll, we'll have paid everything except for our last food and beverage payment because the last payment's not due until December, but we still need to pay the remaining deposit of our videographer. So I want to do that and the remaining deposit of our linens. So I also want to do that. And definitely just an overall big tip, I guess, with wedding planning. I think it's so important to just sort of pay as you can for your vendors because it would be so bad and stressful if you just quite literally did not pay anything until it was all due because typically the way it goes is some things they'll be split up and it's typically like you'll have to put a deposit down and then the rest of it's due like the week before your wedding. I feel like that's how most of my vendors are, but I can't imagine having to pay all of that money like for the the remaining deposits, I guess you could say for like five different vendors the week before the wedding. That would be so insane and so intense. So we've just kind of been paying as we go and it's felt really good because I've been able to, you know, mark things as fully paid, which is just felt really good so paying as we can and everything and obviously you can only do that to an extent most of the time but it's definitely been helpful to be able to do that and for some things I have like some of the more expensive things I put the money I've been putting money aside in like my high old savings account so I can at least get some interest on those things and then just pull it out before it's due you know like the last week but then some of the things it's just like the amount of interest it would earn isn't even worth like putting it off to pay for like I might as well just get it over with and market is paid you know what I mean so I want to go ahead and pay the remaining vendors I think we just have two though wait no three because of cake so one of those will probably end up being in December because I doubt I'll be able to do you know all three in November but I definitely at least want to take care of two of them because I've been setting aside money in October to pay off the remaining um, deposits for the vendors so or pay off the remaining balances not deposits but the next thing is to try a new restaurant this one's random but I feel like my I had I just haven't like tried a new place in Houston in a long time and I'm like itching to do that we don't really go out to eat very often in terms of like going to a sit-down restaurant and you know having like a true dining experience and I actually might be doing this like in collaboration with the restaurant on Instagram which would be amazing because then you know the food would be compensated which is great so hopefully that's the case but kind of trying to work that out right now but it's in a place that's like an hour away from me so it's been a little hard to work it out because they want me to come for their happy hour during the week which is obviously a little difficult so trying to make that work but I really want to try a new restaurant um I've just been in the mood to do it my fiance and I just celebrated our six-year dating anniversary on Monday this past Monday so we kind of said we were just going to put off celebrating that which all we really ever do is just go out to dinner together um, just because we've had so many random expenses this month, we have to get a new AC, which is definitely really expensive, but we have home warranty, so it's a lot cheaper since we, you know, pay annually for home warranty and everything, and they are definitely going to be giving us the cheapest of cheap units to replace our old one, which thankfully that definitely is not anywhere near as expensive as we thought it was going to be to get the replacement and everything because we totally thought... Like, I was under the impression, because I've always heard, I feel like, getting a new AC, but maybe it's, 
I don't know, maybe different parts, like if you're just getting a new unit is different than replacing the whole system. I don't really know. I'm not an AC person, clearly. I was under the impression that this was like a $10,000 thing if you have to get a new one. And given that we have warranty, I was like, okay, it's going to be a lot cheaper, obviously. But I didn't know how much cheaper. I was thinking like maybe half of that. So I was thinking we would have to be out of pocket like five grand. And I was, you know, wanting to throw up when I found out that we needed a new one. And we don't necessarily need one right now, but somebody did come and look at it and they were like, it's gonna break again. Like, cause it's basically been breaking every couple months at this point and someone has to come out and service it. And at what point do you like say, okay, I'm tired of spending the money for somebody to come service it and just get a new one. You know what I mean? Cause at that point you're just kind of throwing the money into something that's already broken. But anyways, I digress. We've just had a lot of random expenses come up this month and our Wi-Fi was wrongly billed to us annually instead of monthly over the last year my Xfinity account has not had a balance on it and so I haven't been able to like pay anything because there hasn't been a balance showing on it and I had like initially tried to get in contact with somebody because I just figured it was an issue when they transferred the service to our new place when we moved last year but um we transferred and everything and everything transferred successfully like somebody came out here and set it up and everything and all that stuff but I don't know what they were doing the last year but they finally sent us a bill that it was for the entire last year of wi-fi services which I knew was going to be coming because I can put two two and two together in my head and be like okay if they're you know not charging us for it monthly it's probably going to end up coming at the one year point which is exactly what happened so that obviously wasn't very cheap either so it's just been an expensive month and we were just like let's you know not go out to like a nice dinner for our anniversary right now like we can we can put that off and it doesn't even need to be like a nice place that I want to try you know like I just want to try a new restaurant in Houston because I've been really wanting to do that so my fiance's in the other room and hopefully he's listening to me right now and he can surprise me with a trip to go somewhere new and it doesn't have to be anywhere fancy but I want to try somewhere new really badly because I've just been in the mood to do that especially with having more free evenings and a more free schedule I'm more in the mood to do something like that because a lot of times taking the time to go do something like that, I'm thinking about all the other things I need to be doing when I'm really busy. So since I'm not as busy with my actual job right now, I'd like to take advantage of that. And the next thing is to do a serious declutter. We have been getting some things in for or from our registry, which is so awesome and so amazing um, and really exciting, honestly. Like it's cool because it just feels like Christmas when you like open the door and you have packages and you're like, oh my gosh, this must be from the registry. Um, so it's been really cool and exciting, but it's making me realize that I need to declutter some things, especially with like the kitchen. I feel like we could definitely get rid of some of our old hand-me-downs that we have at this point that I haven't gotten rid of. I want to go through my clothes. I feel like something has shifted in me in the last six months and clothes that I once had like an attachment to that I felt like I couldn't get rid of. I now am really wanting to just purge and get rid of. Same thing with shoes. I've been holding on to so many shoes that just like don't even really fit me well anymore and everything. And I just really want to do a serious declutter. And it's not going to be like a one day thing. I just need to like once a week or twice a week, either after work or on the weekend, just tackle an area, you know, tackle the closet one day, tackle my bathroom drawers one day, the kitchen one day, that kind of thing. And just do little by little. And I really want to go into the new year having already decluttered instead of doing it after the new year starts if you know what I mean so last but not least for intentions is doing things for the vibes and what I mean by this is if something just sounds good or sounds fun to do just doing it and acting on it and following through with it instead of 
overanalyzing it or thinking of all the other things I could be doing and then weighing which thing I should do in that moment. Like if something just, if I get the urge to do something, I want to just do it instead of being like, oh, I want to do this, but I also need to do these four other things. So which thing out of these five things would be most optimal for me to do in the moment? That's how my brain works and that's how I think. That's how I do my to-do list and that's how I sort of go about my days, which is great as like an employee of a company, but for somebody that's trying to, you know, feel like they're living their life and not just, you know, on autopilot all the time, it's not great. So I want to do things for the vibes. If something just sounds fun or enjoyable and it just comes in my head and I get the urge to do it, I want to follow through and do it because it's not that deep at the end of the day. I don't need to, you know, overanalyze it and dissect every decision and every little thing I want to do and make each moment the best possible moment possible in terms of productivity and everything. So those are my intentions for November. And now we're going to go through my recent favorites. So the very first thing is the Nest Vanilla Perfume Rollerball. I don't know the exact scent, but it's just like the Nest Vanilla Perfume. I think they have an actual perfume, but I got the Rollerball just because one, I didn't really need perfume. I'm very thankful and I get a lot of perfume PR oddly enough, from YSL Beauty, which I'm so thankful for, but I am planning on gifting a lot of it to family and everything this Christmas and friends because I don't, there's no reason, you know, for me to have 10 different bottles of perfume. I usually just have, like, two, um, and I've been keeping some of them, but I don't, at this point, they've sent so much recently randomly because it used to just be few and far between they'd send some, but I've gotten so many bottles of it recently that I'm like, okay, I genuinely do not need this much, and I don't want it to not get used. Um, so I create the content I need to with it and then, you know, I'll give some away, but I got this nest rollerball, I think in August, I went to anthropology in person and I had seen Katie Fawn on TikTok talk about it and how good it smelled. And I'm somebody that loves a good vanilla scent. You know, I was a warm vanilla sugar girl through Bath and Body Works when I was little for sure. Loved that shower gel and that lotion. I would get one for like Christmas and then I'd make it last like all year because they were so expensive for what, um, but they smelled so good, and I love a good vanilla smell. There's just something about it that's just so comforting and cozy, and especially in the fall and winter, smelling like vanilla is just everything to me. And I got the rollerball, like I said, because I didn't really need a full bottle of perfume, and honestly, I just didn't have... I had the money to spend, but it's not what I'm spending my money on. You know what I mean? So I didn't want to spend the money on it, and I ended up getting the rollerball from Anthropology, and I freaking love it it's just the best it's almost like a musky vanilla in a way it's not like an overly sweet vanilla which I really love because I feel like in the summer overly sweet vanilla is the vibe but I like a good warm musky vanilla in the fall and winter and that's exactly what it is and it just smells so good and I do want to say for these favorites I'm gonna make like a little graphic and I'll post it on the Instagram story and on my like to know it so I can link all these things so you guys aren't just like, where are these? And then I'll put the link to that post in the description or show notes of this episode if y'all want to specifically check out any of these items. I know I'm not the best about linking things when it comes to the podcast. Um, I'm very good about linking things on, I feel like, Instagram and on YouTube and everything, but not on the podcast. But I will do that since I have more time. That's one of the creative things I can pursue this weekend and take some time to do so I will definitely do that but definitely love the Nest Vanilla perfume rollerball it just smells amazing and the next thing is the Anthropology Icon glass my pumpkin one that I have if you all have 
been on TikTok or Instagram at all and you have any coffee related content or drink related content, you've definitely seen these glasses. But seasonally, Anthropology comes out with these little glasses and like drink drinking glasses and they have white specks on them, but then they have like little seasonal things on the outside of them. And mine has little pumpkins on it. And the Halloween and fall ones are sold out online and they have been for a very long time. But if you really want a fall one, definitely go to your local anthropology and they may have one in person because they were completely sold out online um, when I got mine and I got mine in store in August. So, and it was the last one and they have Christmas ones out now. There's like a little gingerbread one, a Christmas tree one, a candy cane one and a snowman one, I think. And they are so cute. And I actually put two on our registry, but I just did the um, icon juice glasses that just have the little red heart on them. So I got two of those on a registry and somebody did buy them the other day so I'm super excited for that but I've just been loving it it's one of those small things that has just totally made my morning so much more happy and enjoyable like having a festive cup to drink my iced coffee out of every morning it just seriously elevates my mood so much and I crave that experience of pouring my yummy iced coffee into that cup and it gives me that same feeling of like going out to a coffee shop does you know what I mean because that kind of just is something that makes me feel good and I absolutely love the glass and I'll link the um regular icon juice glasses that they keep you around so they have one that's just like a little three-leaf clover they have one that's a heart they have one that's a rainbow and a few other things but I'll link them and a bumblebee I think is one of them too but really love those glasses they've just been spicing up my coffee in the mornings the next thing is the Chobani pumpkin spice creamer not the oat milk one the regular one Y'all, it is so good. I prefer it over the pumpkin coffees I get at most places out and about. Y'all want to know something crazy? I haven't had Starbucks in so long that the app offloaded itself from my phone. You know how like, I don't know if anybody else has extreme chronic storage issues with their phone like I do, but I do. And my apps, if I don't use them for a certain amount of time, they will uninstall from my phone like the apps don't delete themselves from my home screen but they'll just uninstall from my phone until I need to install them again and I noticed today that my Starbucks app was not downloaded on my phone anymore and I was like oh my gosh that's crazy and don't think I'm out here you know like I'm doing so good not buying coffee out because no that's not true I was and when I go out of town which we've had to go out of town at least like once a month the last two or three months I feel like because of weddings and everything and we were in Birmingham last weekend I mean we got coffee out every single morning (laughs) we were in Birmingham so you know it balances out but during the week I am very good about not getting coffee out so I realized I hadn't been to Starbucks that long and I was like oh my gosh but honestly when I have that creamer which I'm out of it right now I feel like I'm just so good about just drinking my coffee at home because it genuinely the pumpkin tastes better than the pumpkin spice anything I can get at most coffee shops these days and it's just seriously so good so get your hands on it if you can I actually went to HEB today and I did not see it they had their peppermint mocha one out but I'm not a big mocha fan it's just kind of takes away from the coffee in my opinion I do like peppermint and a little bit of mocha like a little bit of peppermint a little bit of mocha but the creamers are usually just like too much so I do really love that creamer though the next thing is bookstagram accounts and even just like book talk I don't know how I I know how I got on the book talk obviously but I feel like 
TikTok's algorithm is a lot more specific to the content you engage with as compared to Instagram. Instagram, you definitely still get some more like random things in there. But I have two accounts I specifically want to shout out. The first one is Madison Kate. I don't know what her exact, let me look up her exact TikTok account. It's Madison Kate Reads and the at is just letters from Mads. And I discovered her a while ago, but I don't know why. I've just really been enjoying her content lately. I just love her overall aesthetic and vibe. And on Instagram too, specifically her Instagram at mention not mention what is it called her instagram username i guess is at madison kate so madison and then k-a-i-t and i don't know love her content and even if i've like have no intentions of reading the books that she talks about which a lot of the time she intrigues me to talk about them i just eat her content up and i am just so invested in book account book related accounts and the other account i wanted to shout out is jensen and print j-e-n-n-s-y-n-i-n and then print so um she her name is jensen and she has just like a very aesthetically pleasing feed for books i feel like madison kate is very like dark romantic academia vibes but her profile is a lot of just like her it doesn't look like a book account and it really isn't a book account on instagram i'd say on tiktok is where like a lot of her book content is but jensen and print is like a true it is a book account um and her feed is just so aesthetically pleasing. One of her little graphics, it was my favorite book couples in their fall aesthetics. It came up on my explore page and I was like, this is like the cutest little carousel of content I've seen in so long. And I just immediately followed because I was like, wow, this is so aesthetically pleasing. Um, so I'm enjoying her content. She definitely puts a lot of effort into the overall aesthetic of everything like she's very intentional with the pictures she's taking which you know as a content creator I appreciate because I'm like it's not easy to you know position and put things into a flat lay picture and everything so truly appreciate her content too but those are really the only two book accounts I feel like I follow so but I've been enjoying them a lot lately and even on my explore page if I just like see something I get excited when I see book related content I don't know it just scratches this itch in my brain to see book related content for some reason even if I haven't read the books I don't know what it is it just really scratches an itch really well the next favorite is having a reading area at home I love we have this these little reading chairs well really they're just chairs they're accent chairs that we got from Target around this time last year and I love them so much we have them on both sides of our fireplace and they both have like little windows by them and it's just such a vibe getting my coffee and a blanket and reading my Kindle, whatever book I'm reading before work in the mornings. Now that like I have time to do that in the mornings, if I'm not editing a video in the morning, then I am 100% reading my book on one of those chairs or on the couch. But I really like the chairs because it's like a designated reading space and it just gets me in that mood and in that vibe to read when I sit there. So highly recommend creating like a little reading corner. It doesn't need to be a full-on nook it doesn't need to be a full-on room I feel like that's what we definitely romanticize because that's what we see on social media and we think that if we don't have you know a full designated room or nook for it then there's no point in doing it but no you can literally just stick a chair in the corner of your room and make a reading corner and it's seriously one of the best things you'll do for yourself and maybe you're not a big reader you could do it for if you play like video games you could have like a little corner for that or if you like to journal you could do it for that you know or if you just like listening to music you could set up your record player or whatever in a corner something about just having a designated spot for things that you enjoy 
makes those things so much more enjoyable. So I've been enjoying that. And the next thing is Bianco Dapio Nespresso Pods. I ran out of these and I need more stat because I am now realizing that they are superior. And don't get me wrong, I love the Blonde Espresso Starbucks Virtuo line pods for my Nespresso machine. I still love those so much, but the issue is that I can only, or I get those at Target and HEB, right? But you, I, I always do two of those pods. So I go through them really quick, like a pack of 10 of them, I go through in five days basically, since I'm using two per coffee I drink. But I really love the Bianco Dapio ones because they're a double shot. So I really just have to brew it once, which honestly, it just makes me sound so lazy that I can't, that I'm like, wow, it's so much more convenient to brew one pot instead of two, which it is more convenient, makes me sound lazy, whatever, but it's true. It is more convenient and it's actually cheaper um, per pot, I would, or per cup of coffee I drink, I'd say it's cheaper. It is for sure. So I think, I don't know, I haven't done the math on it, but I'm imagining that it's cheaper to just get the double espresso pods. So I've really been loving them and I just noticed after drinking those like every day for like two weeks to now drinking the Starbucks double blonde or Starbucks blonde espresso ones I think I prefer the flavor and taste of the Bianco Dapio ones not saying that the blonde ones are bad they're great but the Bianco Dapio ones are just on another level they are just so good and they mesh with the creamers and the oat milk extremely well and I really love them next favorite is black nails I currently have the color black onyx on my nails. I posted a little reel of them actually today um, on my personal Instagram, but I get black nails every single October. I've been doing this since the fall of 2017. I've gotten my nails painted black and I just love it. I don't know what it is, but I feel like black nails look so good on just me and like my skin tone and on my hands. A lot of colors I get and I'm like, I love this color, but not on me. And black is one of those colors that I just think looks really good on my nails and on my hands. And it just totally fits the vibe for, you know, spooky season and everything. And I just feel, this sounds kind of dark, but I just feel most myself when my nails are painted black. I don't know what it is. I just really love the way they look. And I'm really soaking up having them right now because the next few times I get my nails done, they're going to be, you know, bridal themed because I'm going to, I think for the next time I get my nails done, which will be before my bridal portraits, I will be getting, you know, some sort of whites or bridal related nail situation. And then I guess after that, I'll pretty much be getting my nails done for the wedding, which is so insane to think about. Oh my gosh. I was going to do the thing that Emily Mariko did where she got like a different white on every nail and kind of like tested out different whites before her wedding. But I can't really do that since I'm getting my bridal portraits done like exactly a month before the wedding. I don't really have the time to get them done an extra time for that and I obviously don't have all different whites on my hands for the bridal portraits if I wasn't doing bridal portraits I'd be able to do it but since I am I don't think I can do that so I also that's definitely an intention for November is you know figuring out what I want to do with my nails for the wedding and for bridals and everything so the next thing is target corduroy pants I feel like I don't have any clothes or any this is really the only clothes clothing related item that I have that's you know, a true fall favorite because it's honestly still so hot here in Houston. It was like 86 degrees today. We had a few chilly days last week, but they ran away and now it's hot again, but then it's going to be chilly next week, I think for a little bit. So we're just taking the cold fronts as they come, but outside of the cold fronts, it's still mid eighties and really humid and it sucks. So with that being said, I haven't really been breaking out any of my heavier clothing, I guess you could say, but I 
can say that my Target corduroy pants I freaking love. They have, they're selling them right now. I bought a pair a couple years ago. I want to say fall of 2019, I think, or fall of 2020. Um, I got a green corduroy pair from Target and they fit so perfectly. Like it was like they were made to fit me, honestly. Like they literally fit me perfectly. And I got a brown corduroy pair and I also love those. Those also fit me pretty much perfectly. They're a little long on me because the green ones I got a couple years ago are like an ankle length. So those obviously fit me fine. But these are like a wide leg and they, you know, really they fit me perfectly if I have my platform faux leather converse on, which is the all I've worn the pants with so far. But I love them so much. They're so comfortable. They're literally like less than $30. They are on sale all the time. I feel like when I got mine, they were 30% off. So I literally got them for so cheap, I feel like. And they're just such good quality, so flattering, so comfortable, and just perfect for fall. And I feel like corduroy pants, like obviously they have moments where they're trendier than other times, but I feel like overall corduroy pants are kind of timeless in the fall, in my opinion. Like I have worn mine pretty much every year since I got my first pair in 2020 and I don't feel like they're sticking out like a sore thumb you know what I mean in terms of fashion so which honestly who cares if they're trendy or not and they're on trend like I love them they fit me great and I love the color of them of course I'm gonna wear them so I've really been loving those and the next thing is Gilmore Girls oh my gosh I don't know what made me wait so long to start Gilmore Girls I know my mom has watched it and I feel like I feel like I talked about it on the podcast already, but maybe I didn't. I might have talked about it. I definitely talked about it on my YouTube channel though. But I have been watching Gilmore Girls and I freaking love it. One, it's in the cutest, it's like based in the cutest little town. And I think it's called Stars Hollow, if I'm not mistaken. I'm only on season one, so. Um, But like the seasonal episodes where it's like fall in the town and everything, it's just so cozy and it's really helping me create the fall vibe since I don't have a fall vibe in Houston and it the humor is so quick and witty and I love that and just kind of dry at times too but I find myself you know like actually laughing out loud during the show and I love putting on an episode when I'm like eating on my lunch break if I don't have anything to do on my lunch break and then you know after work I'm winding while watching an episode and it's just such a wholesome feel-good show too like it really perfectly depicts girlhood and growing up and just what being a teenager is like. Like when Rory, the daughter, has her first crush, I felt like that episode was done so well. Just like the way it's all consuming and how you just totally become like so awkward. And I know not everybody's that way, but I just felt like it really reminded me of when I went through that same thing. You know what I mean? And it was just... I don't know, it's almost healing to watch it because it's just, I feel like it connects me with like my younger self in a way and it's just so good. If you haven't watched it yet, definitely give it a go. And the next thing is Duff Body Wash and I am actually, I'm working with them on Instagram and I will say I've had this body wash for like three weeks now um, and I've already created the content and everything, we just haven't posted it yet. But holy cow, this body wash, y'all, I don't know what, if I'll ever buy anything different because it's so good. Like I, I did not realize this scent existed because I've used Dove body wash before. Um, just not this specific line of their body wash. And I use their like body soap. Like we use their sensitive soap in our shower too, but I love having a good smelling body wash on top of, you know, bar soap. So the one I have is the restoring body wash and it's 
coconut and cocoa butter scented. And you know how I said earlier, smelling like vanilla in the fall and winter is like the coziest and best thing ever? Well, let me tell you that, you know, this body wash, it's, it layers really well with a vanilla perfume and it really, you can smell it on yourself or on somebody else after a really long time. Like my fiance uses it in the shower too. And the other night, like we were laying with each other on the couch and like his arm was kind of like under where my head was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I can smell that body. Like he, I didn't say this out loud, but to myself, I thought I can literally smell this body wash on him. That's crazy. Cause he had literally gone to his office and worked all day, came home and you know, it had been long time since he showered and you could still smell it. And it really lathers so insanely well. And I promise this is not an ad. This is, they're not paying me to say this on the podcast at all, but it is, it just smells so good. It's the cocoa butter and Oh, the coconut. I don't know. It just smells like a warm vanilla sugar vibe, but even better. And it lathers so well. It makes my skin feel so soft. And I'm seriously obsessed with it. I love it so much. And I truly don't think I'll buy anything else because it's literally under $10. I can get it from Target. I can get it from, you know, most grocery stores really easily. And it's just so good. And then I have three makeup products I'm really quickly going to share. And then we're going to get into the recipes because I know I've been babbling. So the makeup, um, the first thing is the Patrick Ta Major Dimension 3 Matte Eyeshadow Palette. So I did get this in PR, which was a jaw-dropping moment for me because I love Patrick Ta so much. Like I follow him on TikTok and on Instagram and everything. And I love his content. I love his story. He's like shared his story before on TikTok. And it's just so inspiring. And he just seems like I would love to be best friends with him. He just... I feel like he has the best energy and I don't know. I love his story and everything, but I also really love his products from what I've tried. I have used his, the Patrick Tall body oil, that the shimmering body oil for so long, and that smells unreal. Speaking of things that smell unreal. And I got the matte, Dimension 3 Matte Eyeshadow Palette in the mail and I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. And I'm not typically somebody who only wears matte eyeshadow, And even if you don't only want to wear a matte eyeshadow, you can still like use your highlighter on your eyelid or something. But the eyeshadows, I feel like my eyeshadow doesn't, it looks so much better than it usually does using this palette. The way it blends, it's just so easy and seamless. Like I feel like a lot of times I have to like really work on eyeshadow in or get a really big fluffy brush in order for it to look more diffused because otherwise they just don't blend out that well or, you know, whatever. They don't have a good payoff. But this palette has been so good. When we went to Birmingham last weekend, I wore it on my eyes. And I feel like I remember like doing my makeup and being like, this is the best my eye makeup has literally ever looked. And I was like, dang, my eye makeup looks amazing. And I was, I used that eyeshadow palette for most of my eyeshadow. But then on my lids, I did the Hourglass Scattered Light eyeshadow. It's like a loose eyeshadow and it's in the shade Smoke. I did that mixed with a little bit of the say beauty glowy super gel to make it like a creamy eyeshadow instead of like a glitter and it gave it a lot more of that lit lit from within kind of glow from mixing it with that liquid highlighter might have been the most genius thing i've ever done because then i put it on my lids and my lids have that like wet glittery look on the lid but then my eye was like nice and smoked out at the same time oh my gosh it looks so good and i feel like the colors of the eyeshadow palette there's like cool tones and there's warm tones so you can really work with what your looks best on your eyes and I think that warm tones look a lot better on my eyes cool tones kind of just make me look a little bit too sunken in and just kind of like I'm 
you know, a skeleton, I feel like. Um, so I, but there are some of the cooler toned ones on there that I like to use mixed with the warm ones just to make it more neutral. But I've really been finding myself favoring the warm ones and I don't know, they just look so good on my eyes, I feel like. So the next um, makeup item is the Naturium Fido Glow Lip Balm. And everybody on TikTok talks about the Summer Fridays and the road lip balms that they came out with for like the fall colors. But y'all, you can get the Cafe Collection from Naturium, which is literally four lip glosses and it's like a fall palette of colors. Maybe it's five, I can't remember. And it's like under $40, I think, maybe under 30, which is a crazy good deal compared to the price of one road lip balm or one Summer Fridays lip balm. But the latte color specifically, by the time this episode goes up, I'll have posted um, about it on my Like to Know It and on my TikTok and maybe my Instagram too. But the color latte is so pretty. I love their lip glosses so much, but these cafe colors are just so perfect for fall. They're like the perfect neutrals for fall. And I love the latte color on my lips. It seriously is like a my lips but better fall version on my lips and I love the way it looks and it feels really good on I feel like it lasts pretty long and for the price point I feel like they're just unbeatable so I really love them and then the last thing is a blush and it's the Bobbi Brown Pot Rouge Cream Blush in the shade Powder Pink I got this in PR and it's like it can go on your cheeks and on your lips but I've only tried it on my cheeks and something about the undertone of it I think is just perfect for my skin tone and it just applies so well. It's not a cream blush to where it's like you are painting it on your face. I like to just stick, you know, my blush brush into it and then kind of put it on my cheeks and it doesn't go on very concentrated in one spot. Like it seriously, if you're putting it on the brush first and then putting it on because it doesn't have an applicator like it's in a pan, it seriously just diffuses so nicely and seriously melts into your skin it is the definition of melting into your skin and it becoming one with your skin like that the quality of it is insane and I just really love the undertone of the powder pink color and I want to try some of the other colors but that's the color they sent me but I know they have other other colors and powder the powder pink one isn't one that I would probably typically go for if I was like looking on the website because I've learned that more berry rich tones look a lot better on my skin tone as opposed to pinks and this one's really not even that pinky. It's honestly more of a corally bronze kind of pink, but it does look really good on my skin tone. So I can't even imagine what, like how much more I'd love the other ones too, even though I am obsessed with the color of this one. And for recipes to make, I'm just going to walk through a couple that I've saved on Pinterest that I'm really jiving with. Like they just sound really good and I want to make them. Will I make them? TBD, but I'm inspired to make them and maybe it'll get you inspired to cook. So the first one I actually am making this week and I already have the ingredients for it because I am on such a soup kick. I love making soup because literally throw it in the flipping instant pot or crock pot and then, you know, all you have to do is like the prep work and then you just, it all cooks itself. It's not like you're having to stand over the stove and, you know, flip a chicken breast on the stove and everything. Like it literally just cooks itself. But it's the healthy chicken pot pie soup from thecleaneatingcouple.com. And all of these are saved on my Pinterest on the foodie board. And I'll leave my Pinterest link down below too. But I love chicken pot pie. And the soup just sounded really good. I didn't want anything too heavy because heavy soups sometimes don't sit the best on my stomach. I usually, I love a good hearty soup, but 
typically the way I am with soup, I make a bunch of it and then I'll eat on it for like three or four days. And if I'm doing that, I don't want it to be super heavy because I feel like it just messes up my stomach at that point. But this one is like a little bit lighter. So I am really excited to try it. And it's also dairy free. And I made like a Sicilian chicken soup that was like a copycat of the Carrabba's recipe a few weeks ago and it was amazing. So I'm just really on a soup kick because I love that it makes so much and you can just eat on it for several days. So my favorite thing to do is make a soup on like Friday evening, have it for dinner, and then I have lunch or dinner all weekend because I hate cooking on the weekends since, you know, you're cooking after work during the week and everything. And Sunday, I'm usually meal prepping. So I really hate cooking on the weekend. So already having something made, it's just like such a life hack to make a big thing of soup on Friday night, eat it for dinner, and then eat it for lunch or dinner on Saturday and Sunday. And the next thing is the sage brown butter pumpkin pasta Alfredo from Half-Baked Harvest. Oh my gosh, this one sounds so good. Pumpkin can be really hard for me. I really like pumpkin in breads and like coffee and everything. But in more savory dishes, sometimes I find pumpkin can be just a little bit too much. And this is definitely a very like heavy savory dish, but it sounds so good. And I like a lot of Half-Baked Harvest recipes. And anything with sage and brown butter, I typically love, but I'm not the biggest Alfredo person. I used to like it a lot when I discovered it because I really only used to eat buttered noodles and that was the only form I would eat pasta in until I was probably 15. And then I tried Alfredo when I was like 15 and I was like, oh, Alfredo's not so terrible. But then I ate Alfredo a lot in college, I feel like, and then like late high school and then I got sick of it and now I like really don't like it. So it's just something that I'm not, I don't know if I would like it, but this recipe just sounds really good. So I think it might would be good, but I think it could be a really good fall dish to make. And next is the baked sage chicken meatballs with Parmesan orzo. I freaking love orzo. Orzo is supreme. I don't know what it is, but it's, you know, not pasta, but it is, it's a type of pasta, but it's also not rice. It's like shaped like rice, but it's a pasta. And it just, I love the cooking process of it requires so much patience. First of all, if you're like cooking on the stove and everything, because like you gradually add in liquid and then like you're just cooking it until the liquid is like fully cooked into the orzo. And I love a meatball with like a non-traditional meatball flavor. So not like a spaghetti and meatballs. I don't like spaghetti and meatballs like that, but a like beef meatball with like a teriyaki sauce. Yum. There's a HelloFresh meal that's like that and it's so good. And this one is baked sage chicken meatballs with Parmesan. I'm like, yes, that sounds so good with orzo. And it's like a creamy Parmesan dish dish with spinach and stuff. So I think that one sounds really good. And then the second to last one that I wanted to share is the autumn pearl couscous salad from Fufu's Kitchen on Pinterest. And it has pearl couscous, squash, cranberries, pecans, kale, literally looks so good the picture of it it looks amazing and red onion I think is in it and there's no protein in it which is hard sometimes I hate making meals like this like not that I'm somebody that's like I have to have protein with every meal but honestly I do need to you know get my protein in and I'm fine having like one dinner a week where I don't have protein but when you're putting in a lot of effort to make a recipe and you're not even getting like a solid amount of protein from it it's kind of like what am I doing this for you know what I mean but at the same time it's like you can have a meal without the protein but you need protein at the same time. So I think I just hate the whole process of like making a nice extravagant meal just for it to not really be checking all of the boxes nutritionally in terms of like getting good carbs and like fats and protein and it not being as balanced. But honestly, 
it's technically a salad so it's really like more of a side dish so maybe this is something that i should like try and make thanksgiving as like a side dish instead of trying to make it for dinner because i feel like most of the time when i'm looking at recipes i'm looking at things to make for dinner you know what i mean but that's truly more of a side dish and the next or very last thing actually is this warm brussels sprouts and bacon salad i've just been loving soups and salads lately but this one has chopped walnuts but i feel like it could be really good with like candied pecans too but it's warm bacon shredded brussels sprouts parmesan and chopped walnuts and it just sounds so yummy there's a brussels sprout salad at this place called dish society in houston and it's really really good and i feel like it would kind of be like making that and brussels sprout salads are really good because shaved brussels sprouts are like elite to me and i think that it could be really yummy and i do want to share actually one more recipe but it's one that i've already made and it's this fall crispy sausage sweet potato and sage pizza we made it but we kind of edited it i guess you could say and we added chicken sausage to it and it was so good and we did it with trader joe's pizza dough instead of making the pizza dough homemade and i love making pizzas in the fall too it's so like cozy and fun and just like a fun little date night idea so i definitely recommend trying that recipe too that's also on my pinterest board if you're looking for a good pizza to make at home but that is everything i have for my november resets i hope you all enjoyed all the content of this episode definitely give me any feedback if you have any if you enjoyed it or if you have any suggestions for i guess frameworks or you know things to talk about in my reset episodes i know it's my job to come up with these things which you know i do that but also if there's something that you're like very passionate about that you're like i would love to hear this then definitely let me know so i hope you all enjoyed this episode and i hope you all have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this and i will talk to you all next monday